104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to get rolling and get going with these morning chores here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Scott with you again this morning on, uh, well, it's an okay Monday morning. It's a cool Monday morning. I'll say cold Monday morning. 26 degrees here in Eau Claire. And let me tell you, folks, if you haven't been out on the roads yet, give yourself some extra time this morning. That little bit of mist that might have hit a little while ago, along with yesterday's snow and last night's snow, has some mighty slick spots on the freeways and everywhere when you least expect it. You come upon these spots. The temperature apparently is just right to go along with uh, that bit of snow that we had that kind of melted on the roads. And I saw some vehicles in the ditch had a little bit of a slip myself on the freeway. That makes your heart pump, let me tell you what. And it gets your attention. But get yourself some extra time this morning. And either way, take your time heading to wherever you're going if you... Have to head out early this morning. It's 26 degrees here in Eau Claire. Acres, not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's daylight in the swamp. Well, daylight in the swamp someplace. Not around here quite yet. It's 4.57 a.m. after all, and we're heading into the last week of daylight savings time next Saturday night and Sunday morning. We'll have to remember to turn those clocks back. Yeah, fall back. And speaking of falling back, fall back on the throttle a little bit this morning as you're heading out and about in your vehicles because there are some slick spots on the road. It's 26 degrees here in Eau Claire, and about that around the area, we'll cover those temperatures in a moment. But that snow and uh, maybe a little mist and that temperature all are combining for some slick spots out there. And that's especially true on those bridges and overpasses. There are some vehicles in the ditches along the freeway from uh, the past 24 hours or so. And uh, I saw a few vehicles slipping and sliding along the freeway as I was heading in this morning. 26 degrees here in Eau Claire, 26 in La Crosse. Marshfield has 24. Green Bay is at 32. Rice Lakes at 25. Wausau has 25. Madison is at 30. Milwaukee at 35. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Hyman Ridge says it's 25 degrees there. And boy, what a week we're heading into. As I said, we're turning the clock back on Saturday night, which is Halloween night, which also is a full moon night. Boy, you get Halloween and a full moon together. Maybe it's a good thing we have this coronavirus thing kind of having people throttling back in their uh, craziness as it is, as it were. Who knows what's going to become of this week. And, oh, it should be a grand week. We're probably going to warm up towards the end of the week, and and that's probably a good thing. Uh, My old friend... Jerry down at Hickston yesterday noted that he was out for a bike ride yesterday morning, maybe before the snow started, and he said he met a vehicle on the road that was pulling a fishing ice, uh, an ice fishing shack, and he said he and the driver of that vehicle caught each other's eyes, and one was wondering, 
why are you out here on a bicycle so late? And the other had to be wondering, he said, why are you out here pulling an ice fishing shack already? But, boy, the temperatures have been feeling like it. And it's going to change a little bit at the end of the week. We'll get deeper into that weather report as we go along here. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It's 5 a.m. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Muccio. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows says the coronavirus pandemic can't be controlled. We are going to control the fact that we get uh, vaccines, therapeutic. It is a contagious virus. On CNN's State of the Union, Meadows said that's because the virus is very contagious. Instead, Meadows noted that efforts can be focused on finding a vaccine. More than 225,000 people are dead in the U.S. from the coronavirus. The nation crossed that mark Sunday, according to Johns Hopkins University. The U.S. has the most deaths and cases of the virus in the world. More than 8.6 million cases have been confirmed here since the pandemic began. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the White House is making stimulus talks more difficult. As soon as they say this is it, we in our negotiations, yes, that is the case. But then they take it back, and when they come back, it isn't what we anticipated. On CNN State of the Union, the California Democrat claimed the Trump administration keeps changing the parameters of the negotiations. Pelosi said she's waiting for a final answer from the White House as the election nears. The Los Angeles Dodgers are one game away from the first World Series championship since 1988. They beat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-2 in Game 5 in Arlington, Texas. The Dodgers now lead the best-of-seven matchup three games to two. One person is dead, 17 injured, after a disastrous hayride in rural Hancock County in Illinois. 32-year-old woman was killed Saturday night in the accident. The John Deere tractor was towing a trailer with more than 20 people riding on hay bales when the operator lost control on an incline and the vehicle fell into a wood ravine. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wisconsin Farmers Union will premier the new online dairy supply management and how it can save our rural economy video at noon on October 28th. Wisconsin Farmers Union President Darren Von Ruden tells us a bit about that video. What really brought it about is the action of the Dairy Together program that we started back three years ago now and working with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau, too, on looking at how to better price the products that specifically the milk that Wisconsin dairy farmers and American dairy farmers are producing. Those people watching the video online will be invited afterwards to watch a panel discussion about supply management and then ask questions of those panelists. To receive a link to attend and participate, go to wisconsinfarmersunion.com slash events or contact the Wisconsin Farmers Union State Office in Chippewa Falls. Hi, my name is Cameron and my dad is Daryl, the owner of Wheat and Grain. As the owner of Wheat and Grain, we know what's important when the combines are in the fields. With our facilities, we can give you faster unloading times so you can get back in the fields. We're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We offer very competitive drying, storage, and many different types of marketing options for your corn and soybeans. Check us out at wheatandgrain.com. Wheat and Grain is our name and bushels are our game. 
The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 26 degrees here in Eau Claire as we roll into the morning chores at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, be careful. Take your time out there on the roads this morning. Give yourself some little a little extra time to get to where you need to be because there are some slick spots. They come upon you before you realize it. That includes on the freeway. As I said, 26 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse is at 26, Marshfield 24. Green Bay has 32, Rice Lake 25, and Wausau at 25. Madison's at 30, Milwaukee at 35, and my beautiful weather reporter on Iman Ridge says it's 25 degrees there. Again, slippery conditions out there. Uh, That's including walking across your farmyard. Trust me. A mix of sunshine and clouds is expected today, but the cold air will continue to hang around at least until tomorrow. More average October temperatures are expected to arrive later in the week. Today we're looking at a high of 33 with a low of 16. Tuesday, a high of 37 with a low of 25. And Wednesday, up to a high of 46 and a low of 29. Warren Wolf. I'm a proud Wisconsin dairy farmer, and one thing I know about Ron Kind, he works hard for us. Ron Kind. I took on the Democratic and Republican leadership in Washington to ensure that our family farmers had guaranteed access to the Canadian dairy market and to get them small business relief. That's why the Wisconsin Farm Bureau and the Wisconsin Farmers Union named Ron Kind a friend of family farmers. I'm Ron Kind, and I approve this message. Paid for by Kind for Congress, Brent Smith, Treasurer. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes past five at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at some of those markets. On the cash livestock side of things, fed beef steers, fed beef steers are at 99 to 109 with mixed 70 to 98. Fed beef heifers 97 to 108 with mixed 72 to 96. Fed Holstein steers are 88, 88 to 97 and a half. Cows, 49 to 69. Bulls, 56 to 85. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 30 and down. Sows, 16 to 20. And boars are at 5 and down. New crop market lambs are at 125 to 172. Old crop market lambs, 179 and down. And feeder lambs are at 130 to 175. On the grain side of things... Corn, the futures open this morning with December at 415. That's down four. Oats for December at 302 is down one. November soybeans at 1079 are down five. Soybean meal for December is at $383.90 a ton. That's down 250. And wheat for December is at 625. That's down eight. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at 250. 245 and a half, that's up five and a quarter. 
40-pound blocks at 277 and a quarter is that were steady. And grade AA butter at 143 and a half was steady. The uh, class three milk futures, October's at 2163, that's steady. November 2219, that's up 75. December at 2016 is up 75. And January at 1810 is up 50. Those prices all are up through June. And on the livestock futures, live cattle for October are at 103.35. That's up two cents. December 103.57, up a dime. February 106.62, down 15. And April 109.27, down 60. Feeder cattle for October at 133.52. That's down 30. November 129.65, down 77. January 125.55, down 65. And March 125.52, down 72. Lean hogs for December are at 62.02, up 82. February 66.92, up 75. April 69.72, up 25. And May 74.17, down 32. It's fall. The days get shorter. The trees are ablaze with color. And the sun seems to take on a special golden glow. And Rob Staffschult knows that here in Wisconsin, fall also means getting into our tree stands and blinds, running the dogs, and adding another chapter to Wisconsin's great sporting heritage tradition. That's fall in Rob Staffschult's Wisconsin. And that's fall in Donald Trump's America. President Trump has been a consistent defender of our Second Amendment rights and our time-honored national traditions. But that's not fall in some Democrats' America. Some Democrats want to gut our constitutional right to keep and bear arms. Some even say we should put proponents of banning and seizing the guns we hunt with in charge of national gun policy. Like President Trump, Rob Staffschel respects our sporting heritage and our national heritage. That's the kind of leadership we need today more than ever. Paid for by the Republican Party of Wisconsin as an in-kind to taxpayers for staff Schultz. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, Wisconsin. The Truckload Tire Event at Sherrill Tire and Service Centers will have you ready for winter. Big savings on tires now through November 21st. Get up to $150 on mail-in or online rebates on select sets of four installed Goodyear tires when you use your Goodyear credit card. Get to Sherrill Tire for the Truckload Tire Event today. Friendly and knowledgeable, Sherrill Tire and Service Center. Find your location at SherrillTire.com. Sherrill Tire and Service, best tire prices, period. Subject to credit approval. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Dairy Supply Management has long been one of the platforms brought to us by the Wisconsin Farmers Union. I have Darren Von Ruden on talking about a new film the Farmers Union is releasing on the 28th 
all about dairy supply management. How did it come to be, and when is it being released? So yes, we're releasing it at noon on Wednesday, October 28th. What really brought it about is the action of the Dairy Together program that we started back three years ago now, and working with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau, too, on looking at how to better price the products that specifically the milk that Wisconsin dairy farmers and American dairy farmers are producing. And so with a, a lot of work that's gone on, we're seeing some movement now in Washington and in Madison uh, on looking at some policies that will put uh, supply management in place both at the state and national level. And in order to get a more educated public, uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to produce a film to talk about the issue of supply management, but then also hit a little bit on some of the next steps that we're going to have to take to actually get it into the form of bills and then hopefully becoming law so that dairy producers across the state and country can uh, actually price their product and be able to make a good living at an occupation that so many of us love. And that film takes on some of what you see as myths about what's out there where supply management is concerned. Right, you know, looking at a lot of the untruths and and not even factual information. Looking to our neighbors to the north, their program is pretty solid. It you know it certainly isn't uh, perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect uh, system, and you know our system is definitely going to look different than that. But you look at how the taxpayers of Canada do not support the dairy industry there. They have collected hardly any money from the federal government in Canada since they put their supply management program into place back uh, 50 plus years ago now. And if you look at what's going on here in the U.S. where we're receiving hundreds if not billions of dollars from the federal government to keep uh, dairy farms alive and so we need to figure out a way and something that supply management does is put the farmers in the marketplace to be able to get that money from the marketplace and not have to depend on government handouts or government safety net checks. You know, to get those in place is really burden to the taxpayers, both at the convenience store or the grocery store, and also when it comes time to paying taxes and looking at a system that can uh, ease the taxpayer burden and allow farmers to get their income from the marketplace. Now, that video called Supply Management and How It Can Save Our Rural Economy, again, debuting online at noon on October 28th. That's not the only part of that debut. There's also going to be a panel discussion. Yes, so we're going to show the video, and then we've got uh, three dairy farmers from around the state of Wisconsin that will be participating and answering um, some previewed questions earlier, but then we will open up at the end, too, if there's uh, questions from uh, the audience that they would like asked of the either the panel members or myself. I'll be introducing the whole program. will be available for questions afterwards, too. So, you know, we're going to have about 50 minutes of the video and, and questions uh, with the participants on the panel and then uh, 10 to 15 minutes at the end for uh, participants uh, that are listening to be able to ask questions, too. In order to get involved, you go to wisconsinfarmersunion.com slash events, and you'll get a link for registration on the Wisconsin Farmers Union website. Or they probably can call the state office for information, too, in Chippewa Falls. And that number is what? That is 1-800-272-5561. Looking forward to the debut at noon on the 28th of Lime Management and how it can save our rural economy. That's Wisconsin Farmers Union President Darren Von Ruden. I'm Scott Schultz. 
Patty Schachner is a doer, not a talker. Hi, I'm Eric Johnson, former Republican District Attorney in St. Croix and Pierce Counties for over 30 years. I'm endorsing Patty for State Senate because I've seen her medical examiner work ethic firsthand. Patty and I collaborated to find solutions for the addiction and mental health crisis here in western Wisconsin. In the Senate, Patty kept fighting for mental health care resources that would support our law enforcement officers. Join me in voting to re-elect Patty Schachner for State Senate on November 3rd. Paid for by Patty for Senate. If the signals are going at a railroad crossing, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, ever. Stop. Trains can't. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will have a special feeder cattle auction Tuesday, October 27th, and a dairy cattle auction Wednesday, October 28th, both of those sales at 11 a.m. That feeder cattle auction will feature bred beef cows, cow-calf pairs, and beef breeding bulls, expecting 700 to 800 head. The dairy cattle auction will feature a complete retirement herd dispersal of 64 Holstein dairy cows from the Dave and Deb Gretzinger farm at Shawano with 15 sharp fresh Holstein two-year-olds from the Dave Fromm farm at Edgar. You can attend the sale live at the Premier Livestock Barn or buy online at CattleUSA.com. For information about these and other sales, call Premier Livestock and Auctions at 715-229-2500 or visit Premier Livestock and Auctions. We have been under quarantine for more than six months. More than 1,500 Wisconsinites have died, and our small businesses and family farms are struggling. But the state legislature hasn't met since April, and they haven't passed anything in over 180 days. Wisconsin deserves better. We need a representative who will show up to work to get our fair share for our small businesses, public schools, and access to Badger Care. I'm Amanda White Eagle, and I'm asking for your vote to represent our 92nd Assembly District because we can do better. Paid for and authorized by Amanda White Eagle for Wisconsin. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 18 minutes past 5 as we head up the alley with this morning's chores at Wax 104.5. A little bit of farm news. A fourth round of federal coronavirus relief farmers to families food box purchases has been authorized by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. USDA officials announced Friday that another $500 million of food will be purchased for distribution with the awarding of distribution contracts expected by October 30th and food boxes to, to be delivered by no, between November 1st and December 31st. States have been allocated boxes based on the state's needs, according to USDA press releases. 
A combination of food boxes is going to food insecure people who will per- include which will include fresh produce, dairy products, fluid milks, and meat products. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Patty Schachner is a doer, not a talker. Hi, I'm Eric Johnson, former Republican District Attorney in St. Croix and Pierce Counties for over 30 years. I'm endorsing Patty for State Senate because I've seen her medical examiner work ethic firsthand. Patty and I collaborated to find solutions for the addiction and mental health crisis here in western Wisconsin. In the Senate, Patty kept fighting for mental health care resources that would support our law enforcement officers. Join me in voting to re-elect Patty Schachner for State Senate on November 3rd. Paid for by Patty for Senate. I'm Shannon Latham. Get the quality you need for the germination and performance you want. Latham Seeds has the soybean brands right for your fields. New 1094 E3 has outstanding yield potential and tolerance to high salt soils. Proven performer 1429 LLGT27 has great lateral branching and a strong defensive package. 1995 E3 is a superstar and can handle salts. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 26 minutes past 5, or 26 degrees at 21 minutes past 5 here at Wax 104.5. We're going to be talking cranberries this morning. You know, recently I had the chance to stop up in Warren's and visit one of the most beautiful harvests that you'll ever see in the Midwest. From the western end of the world's longest barn in Lacrosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. And that's right, we are talking about the cranberry harvest. And one of the most beautiful things about this time of the year is it's a great educational opportunity. Usually we get school tours or farm groups or people from the urban settings out to witness a cranberry bog and see how our state's official fruit is harvested. But Bob Scott had the chance to check in with some local groups in your area to see how they're adjusting to those opportunities in a pandemic. Adjustment is the right word, Caitlin, that's for sure. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And the Pittsville High School, which is uh, in the Marshfield area in central Wisconsin, their agri-science program has the country's only high school cranberry science course and a unique fundraiser. They don't sell fruit or nuts or sausage or anything like that. For about the past 20 years, they've operated their annual Splash of Red Cranberry Tours where they take people out for a fee to see the harvest right out into the bogs. But obviously, a lot of things have changed this year because of the coronavirus pandemic, including those splash of red cranberry tours through the Pittsville High School. Those tours are run by the students. Lindsay Meisner is now the agriculture instructor at Pittsville High School, and our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk to her about the fact that the tours are going, the most popular word, 2020, virtual. And he asked her how they're going to conduct those tours virtually. Yes, this year we are um, doing some virtual experiences for our guests. I've been part of that, and it included a great lunch. I suspect the lunch won't be part of it this year. No, unfortunately, we have had to um, kind of change the whole format and 
we are offering um, an online virtual tour where you can actually see um, some pictures of those beautiful fall colors that you were talking about and then the different parts of the um, cranberry harvest and cold storage experience um, that we typically take our tour guests through. Um, but mm -hmm. we also have just a um, recording that um, some of our member or our listeners can listen to as they're possibly driving um, the Cran Wisconsin Cranberries Highway. Now, give me that history and background about the entire Cranberry program at the school and how this all got rolling and the importance of it to your department. So at Pittsville High School in the Agri-Science program, um, we offer a high school class um, in the first term, which is nine weeks, called Cranberry Science. And Cranberry Science truly um, focuses on teaching about the production side of growing cranberries. Cranberries are just one of those crops that there are quite a bit of misconceptions um, about. So people honestly believe that cranberries do grow in water. So part of the tours is that it offers an agrotourism adventure for people that really want to learn more about the cranberry industry and um, the entire production side of growing cranberries. So that's the student's job in the end, is to make sure our guests, no matter if it's virtual or if it's our one of our normal face-to-face um, -face years, have that knowledge base, and they teach our guests that knowledge base of cranberry production in Wisconsin. Cranberry are our number one fruit crop, and Wisconsin has been um, number one in the nation for the past 23 years. So we really want to highlight, again, um, some of those strong agricultural products that we produce in our state. The class itself um, starts off with just learning a little bit about the history of cranberries and, you know, how do we actually grow cranberries. Um, and then we go into actually the care and management side of the cranberries. How far into the processing side do you get with these tours? So we do actually take them through, um, you know, after the cranberries are, are harvested off the beds, they're brought to a receiving station, and then the berries are then binned, cleaned, and sorted, and put into freezers. So we, we show them that entire process. Now, we are in our last few weeks of the harvest season, and we also in Pittsville have a um, juice and um, sweetened dried production facility. So we're also going to highlight here in the last two weeks a little bit about, you know, processing the berries after they're frozen. Ah, so the tour doesn't end at the farm by any means. No. So, yeah, we do start at the marsh, um, which is one of the more, you know, excitement areas of the tour because you can actually see the berries being harvested right into the the trucks and the berries coming off the right. field however yes um, we are offering you know the rest of the production story as well some areas have dairy farms as their big concentration of of interest and and that's that's true to an extent right in your area but wood county has that special little twist wood county and neighboring jackson counties and and down toward toma it's the heart of cranberry country and how important has this been in the pittsville program it's it's a big deal oh yeah absolutely um so we typically will have you know 
between 1,000 and 1,500 people come on our tours every season. So there are, there's truly an interest to learn about, you know, where people's food comes from. And that's one of our, our jobs, and that's what this program has really opened up those doors to teach people about cranberry production. We do also highlight other types of um, agriculture that's in our area. We speak specifically about the dairy industry. We also look heavily at the forest industry as well. Now, having been on the tour a couple of times, it goes beyond the students' knowledge about cranberries and the cranberry industry and processing. There are big parts about having to present to people and being the public face of the industry to some extent on these tours. This is a, a broad, broad educational project, really, that you have going on. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, at the beginning of the class, I, you know, I, I put it in the forefront that the students will become very good communicators by the end of the course, and they'll be right. able to watch themselves grow um, because what is most people's number one fear, public speaking. So it really does push those students out of their comfort zone a little bit. But by the end of the tour, it's just a really fun way of educating our students. And they really do truly enjoy communicating and presenting to our tour guests. Do some actually surprise you? Or do you see those that say, you're the one that's going to be the top presenter? Or or are those, are there the otherwise shy folks who blossom through this? You know, I, I don't think that anybody necessarily surprises me, but I think they end up surprising themselves in the end because we do have some of those students that just, you know, they don't really have that passion or they don't really believe in themselves. And I think by the end of the tours, they truly know that, you know, hey, presenting isn't so bad. I can get up in front of a group of students um, or a group of peers or a group of adults and, and relay my message. That Splash of Red tour, Cranberry tour, what a unique project over there at Pittsville High School and what a unique educational program they have going on. You, if you get the chance to get there in a normal year, please get there. But this sounds... Uh, pretty exciting, too, the way they're running it as a vu virtual tour this year. Look at the Pittsfield Public Schools uh, website and find out how to get in on that tour virtually. You can't go wrong when it comes to the cranberry harvest. We're going to be looking at some more, more markets with Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Half past the hour as we turn the corner in the barn alley and head toward the milk house, we've got some markets to take care of, and we have Rocky from Premier Livestock on with us. Rocky, did you get out there in the tree stand in the snow, or what did you do this weekend? I did. 
I did a little bit. Yeah, they're starting to move, and yep. it seems like the the bucks are still a little bashful, and they don't want to move much during the daylight yet. But. Well, at at least the major bucks, I'll say that. I see some little fellers standing out there in the middle of the day, but <laughs> yep. they just don't know yet, do they? <laughs> They do not. They do not. Some of them will find out shortly, though. Yeah, they will. Hey, tell us what's going on in the market this week, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. I had a big week last week. We sold right at 2,800 head on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 98, low choice and select, 78 to 86. Your choice beef steers and heifers traded from 95 to $1.150. Market cows sold mostly 45 to 60, uh, with those high yielding heavyweight cows from 61 to 68. Market bulls high yielding, 76 to 87. Your lower yielding and lightweight bulls, 75 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday. Uh, high yielding organic cows, mostly 70 to 87. Lower yielding and lightweight, 69 and down. Uh, Tuesday, we had our special feeder cattle auction last week. We sold 925 head of feeder cattle. Uh, that market was just a little bit softer. Uh, premiums paid for weaned and vaccinated calves. Your new crop beef calves sold mostly from 125 to 160. Your fancy lightweight. 160 to 185. Holstein steers traded mostly 85 to 125. Like I said, vaccinations are uh, key in this weather. Uh, special uh, feeder cattle auction again this week. We're doing another one with the busy season. Uh, we're also featuring bred beef cows, uh, beef breeding bulls, cow-calf pairs. Uh, this week on Tuesday, expecting six to 700 head. Auction includes a herd of mostly red Angus uh, stock cows, uh, many of them being registered, and they're all bred red angus as well uh, last wednesday uh, dairy cattle auction we sold top fresh cows from 1750 to 2400 we had 20 fresh heifers from one dairy average 2045 top springing heifers 1250 to 1850 we had a full load from one dairy average 1700 this week on wednesday we got a big dairy cattle auction again we have a complete retirement herd dispersal of 64 uh, tie stall cows are going to be Holstein, Red Holstein, uh, Jersey, Lineback. We also have another group of 25 Red Holsteins. They're going to be fresh, first and second lactation, parlor freestyle. Here's 17 fancy uh, Jersey cross cows, parlor freestyle young cows. Uh, they're going to be averaging over 100 pounds. They're going to come from a Jersey crosser that's averaging right at 30,000. Uh, they're coming from Peggles Ponderosa, some of the nicest crossbreds we sell. 15 uh, two year olds tie stall freestall hand selected from Dave Fromm's herd. Uh, always a reputation consignment there, plus lots of spring and heifers, many of them being registered. More info, check our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com, or give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Uh, don't forget, if you're buying or selling your livestock, we do have online bidding at all our replacement sales at cattleusa.com, and that's how it shaped up, Blair Scott. All right. You're looking forward to a great week heading towards that combination full moon Halloween and time change, everything else going on this week. Boy, if that doesn't uh, turn the bucks on during the rut, I don't know what will. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, you got me. You got my goosebumps going up already here. Come on. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> I aim for it, Rocky. All right. We'll catch you tomorrow. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Thorpe.
Or at Withy, rather. At Withy. I know where Withy is, and I know where Thorpe is, too. And I also hope I know where Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13. And hopefully he can tell us whether it's going to warm up or when it's going to warm up a little bit. Are you there, Kelly? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Uh, what are we looking at? Are we uh, going to get the roads warmed up a little bit so we get rid of some of those slick spots today? Well, you know, it's going to be a slow process. We're going to struggle to get up uh, to 32, up to freezing today. But at least we will see some sun, so that should help try to melt some of the snow off the uh, roads. The main roads are okay. They're just a little wet this morning. Some of the secondary roads still have a little snow on them. So we'll allow some extra time on the way into work or school this morning. As we will look at some sun, though, partly sunny skies as we get up to 33. Now, with clear skies tonight and light winds, it's going to get really cold. The record low tomorrow morning is 11. I'm calling for a low of 16. But if those winds go calm, that temperature can really drop quickly. Something we'll watch for tomorrow. Sunshine tomorrow, still cold, uh, 37. We should be up to 53 this time of the year. We're still in the 40s Wednesday and Thursday with mostly sunny skies. 46 on Wednesday, 44 on Thursday. I think we'll be in the 50s, though, going into the upcoming weekend. Right now in Eau Claire, 24 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. All right, Kelly, stay upright out there in the slick spots. Yeah, a little slick in some spots for sure. Yeah, all right. That's Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13. Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-60. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 24 degrees here in Eau Claire, as we just heard from meteorologist Kelly Slifka. And hey, let's have a look at some of the state and local news. Well, we know so far that the stabbing that sent four people to the hospital in Chippewa Falls this weekend was not random. Police said two of the four people stabbed near Marshall Park Saturday night have serious injuries. Investigators said they believe they know who the suspects are and say the victims know the suspects. Chippewa Falls police aren't saying what led to the stabbing or who was injured. It's an online-only classes time this week for students at Regis schools for the next couple of weeks. The principal for both the middle and uh, high school said coronavirus numbers at the schools have been ticking up. Principal Paul Peterson made the decision to move to online only on Friday. He hopes to bring the students back for in-person classes in two weeks. Eight Regis students have tested positive for the coronavirus, and more than 160 others are being quarantined for uh, safety. The number of people in hospitals across the state with the coronavirus is not dipping. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported more than 1,200 people in the hospital with the virus. About 320 of them are in intensive care units. Nearly half of those people are in hospitals in southeast Wisconsin. The second largest group are in hospitals in, in the south central region of the state. Nobody in Wisconsin is going to lose their electricity until spring. The state's Public Service Commission on Friday voted to stop utilities from turning off water, gas, or electricity until April 15th. 
Companies in the state have been banned from ending service because the spring be, uh, until spring because of the coronavirus. The new order means some people will not have paid their power or water bill for almost a year by the time the disconnections can resume. The Public Service Commission is urging people to take payment or make payment arrangements now so they don't get disconnected come April. Warren Wolf. I'm a proud Wisconsin dairy farmer, and one thing I know about Ron Kind, he works hard for us. Ron Kind. I took on the Democratic and Republican leadership in Washington to ensure that our family farmers had guaranteed access to the Canadian dairy market and to get them small business relief. That's why the Wisconsin Farm Bureau and the Wisconsin Farmers Union named Ron Kind a friend of family farmers. I'm Ron Kind, and I approve this message. Paid for by Kind for Congress, Brent Smith, Treasurer. Enlist D3 soybeans from NK Seeds are stacked and stocked for the 2021 season so you can plan on the triple stacked herbicide tolerance and high performing genetics you need for a successful season. Contact your local NK retailer to lock in your seed or visit nkseeds.com slash enlist D3. Enlist D3 soybean technology is jointly developed with Dow AgroSciences LLC and MS Technologies LLC. Enlist D3 is a trademark of Dow AgroSciences LLC. The only innovation that matters is the one I need. With NK Seeds, their R&D program actually listens to farmers like me. So I get solutions that solve my challenges. With the support to make them count. Because progress means pushing my potential. And success matters. Push your potential at nkseeds.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 20 minutes before 6 as we continue with the morning chores. Let's get some more markets. Let's go over to the Equity Altoona market to hear from Jim Lindsay. And then we're going to be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Steers 90 to 95. Choice Holstein steers 82 to 90. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers 82 and down. Choice Dairy Cross steers and heifers, 90 to 97. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 54 to 61 of the top is 63, 50. 60% of the cows sold from 40 to 53. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 40 and down. Cow bulls sold from 76 to 88. Thin, full, horned bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $125 per head. Light, poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 75 to $200 per head. If you'd like to consign any cattle to our upcoming sales or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at the Stratford Equity Morning. Good morning, Jerry. Scott, and a very good morning to you. Well, I guess uh, last week of October promises to be rather interesting, especially at the end of the week, like, you were alluding to before, right. uh, can't uh, can't wait till this uh, daylight saving time is over with. Uh, man, at least uh, turn yeah. the clocks back this coming weekend. So and, and Halloween mean... and moon and, uh, well, I don't know what else can happen in 2020. So. <laughs> right. Well, and you being the municipal clerk, you have to be getting all revved up this week for that final stretch with uh, with the election. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> But, uh, and again, uh, I guess uh, we'll just take half a second tell the folks that got uh, absentee ballots out there, put them in the mail today so we yep. can get them. 
uh, by November 3rd. So, That's uh, right. Remember, they have to be there, not postmark. Yep. They have to be in your hand, right. Yeah, that's so right. that's important, I guess. And uh, for all folks that are, we've got in-person voting uh, being conducted, early in-person voting, I guess you can call it. That's yep. being conducted all this week also. So a lot of options for folks to vote, and, right. of course, next week. But uh, anyway, yeah, before then, we uh, have a busy week coming up here at Equity Stratford, too. And why don't I tell the folks about that? Let's do it. All right, Scott, thank you, and good morning, everyone. And like I said, full marketing week here at Equity Stratford, uh, for sales schedule, of course, this week. And we do get started this morning, um, Monday morning here, with uh, market cows and fat cattle, market bulls this morning. We sell baby calves uh, around that 11, 11.30 hour this morning. We'll finish up with the market cattle this, after- this afternoon. Tomorrow, Tuesday here in Stratford, our hay auction does start at 10 o'clock. And uh, for you folks that are looking for small squares, we've got a very good selection of small squares, uh, small square bales of hay for that sale tomorrow. I know a lot of folks are looking for small squares, so we do have them for that sale tomorrow. Uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow is the market auction for market cows. Also, we do sell organic, organic market cows on Tuesday. That is at 11 o'clock. Our Wednesday auction does start at 10 with market cows, fat cattle, sheep, hog, and goats also on Wednesday. Feeder cattle sale on Wednesday. Uh, that will be a noontime start, and our Thursday auction does start at 11 with market cattle and baby calves. And just looking ahead to next week, uh, on Wednesday, November 4th, we do have a special red-hided feeder cattle sale featuring the red-hided uh, feeders and bread beef cows, and uh, we do have a cattle already on consignment list for that sale next week. And if you wish to add some, just uh, feel let us know here, 715-687-4101. And you can view all this information on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and uh, you get all our pertinent information. And, uh, well, Scott, we're uh, also, uh, I know a lot of folks I talk to are really wondering uh, uh, what's going on with this cheese market. What, at 245 I believe you said before, yeah, on the barrel yeah. cheese? But yeah, farmers yeah. surely aren't seeing that, so, no, not yet. so I don't know what's going on with that. Absolutely. All right, well, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Jerry. You bet. We'll be back here tomorrow morning to update uh, market activity today and give you some up-to-date prices. And, Scott, you uh, enjoy the day and uh, drive careful, okay? I will, and you too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Hi, I'm Warren Petrie, a lifelong resident of Western Wisconsin and your representative to the 93rd Assembly. It has been my great privilege to meet, listen to, and work hard for you to protect our voice in Madison. I'm proud to work with you to improve our state and make it the best place to live, work, play, dance, sing, raise a family, and retire. Please vote for me on November 3rd to keep me working hard for you. Paid for by Warren Petrick for Assembly. The Warren we know, the candidate we trust. Make sure your family doesn't have a fever by taking their temperatures both before dinner and in the morning. Stay safe with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, the number one preferred thermometer of pediatricians. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And at 5.46 a.m., we have Michelle on from Terrine Livestock over at Thorpe. Good morning, ma'am. Hey, good morning, Scott. And uh, you liking this weather? Not at all. But you're liking the way the Packers are this play, aren't you? Yeah, I thought the Packers did well yesterday. I really did. I mean, with all the people that were injured, I thought yeah. it was good. And it's, and I can honestly tell you that was probably the first game that I watched the, almost the whole game all season. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you weren't going to be sitting um, outside much watching the snowfall. That's about it. So, 
Yeah, no doubt. Yep. <laughs> it was a good thing it was on. So what's the market looking like this week, Michelle? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of October 19th, actually, my stock market in the Sodaco market for the week, we tapped at 67. 83% of the cows flipped from 46 and above. Market cows are 58 to 66. Low-yielding cows, 47 to 57. Thin and weak cows, 46 and lower. In the Holstein steer market, choice in prime, 80 to 94. Selects for 78 and down. Four B-type steers and heifers, choice, 90 to 97. Selects for 86 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 80 83 to 95 with the utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from 70 to 145 dollars per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, 30 dollars per head and down. Holstein heifer calves are 20 to 65 dollars per head. Beef calves 55 to 230 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 26 to 39. Boars were 14 and a half and below. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Trade Livestock, your independent, family-owned and operating market, have a great day. Thank you very much, Michelle, and you have a great day, too. Yeah, enjoy the sun when it comes out. I'm Here so comes excited. the sun, doot and doo doo. <laughs> All right. We'll, yeah, talk, yeah. we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Take care. That's Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. Last year, our schools got an extra $500 million because of our state rep, Triog Proshiankowitz. I'm voting for him November 3rd. No, that's not his name. It's Trug Penansky, and he also voted to support local law enforcement and help keep violent criminals off our streets. He's got my vote, too. No, you both have it wrong. It's Trim Penchislonsky, and he really cares about health care. He helped lower insurance premiums for families and voted to protect people with pre-existing conditions. You've all got it wrong. Trey Pischelski is the guy who is helping rebuild our economy safely and making sure hospitals and nursing homes have the resources to protect our loved ones. You got my record right, but my name wrong. I'm Treg Pranchinski, and no matter how you pronounce my name, I'll keep fighting for you. Treg Pranchinski. Funny name, great representative. Vote November 3rd. Paid for by T.E. Pranchinski for Assembly. The weather threw a little curveball into things this past week with the fall harvest, but we're still underway. This is Scott Schultz with another Pioneer Harvest Update with Pioneer agronomist Ryan Bates. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, did that snow slow things down in parts of the region? Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's While well, we can get snow this early, uh, we usually don't get this much, and it really slowed things down started to melt off pretty fast but the stocks were still tough so it slowed things down but should be picking up here now and uh, looks like november looks to be favorable um, conditions dry at least as i look at the forecast to uh, get this crop out and it's dry so it's time to get that crop off and getting that crop off that brings up the big question what are the yields looking like and what's performing well out there in the fields yeah, I get that question a lot, um, kind of what am I seeing, how things are going, and, uh, you know, you can really tell you the moisture came, um, who got a little bit more moisture and, and who didn't. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, for the most part, very, very happy with the yields. Soybean yields were really good. You know, the highest way, I think it had uh, some 18A98X go 88 bushels an acre in a way. My own uh, 16A84s 
went 70 bushels across 55 acres. So, you know, I think the soybean yields uh, were, were really good in areas of lighter ground where we didn't get as much moisture. They were still respectable. I don't think anything absolutely fell out of bed, but uh, some solid performance on the soybean side. Looking at the corn side, just starting to get into plots and ways and, and digging in. But moisture is down anywhere from 16 to probably 21%. So it's it's time to get it off. But uh, early reports is there's an impressive yield out in the countryside. Early on, we had some 87.36 a.m. down by Hickston that was running 220 across 100-acre field. 97.72 a.m. going 260, topping some pl- early plots coming off. And uh, some 98.80 uh, AM doing well as well. 94, 92 AM that's been around for a couple of years now, really shining through uh, across the countryside. The numbers looking good. That's another Pioneer Harvest Update with Western Wisconsin Pioneer Agronomist Ryan Bates. I'm Scott Schultz. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 24 degrees here at at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get an alfalfa report. Dr. Nan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us once again on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And, Dan, you've been out around the countryside. I've been out around the countryside. And, man, there's a lot of feed that got put up this year. A lot of forages. And... Are you concerned that we've got so much, farmers are going to be a little lackadaisical about storing it in a quality way so that when we go to get at it, it is good quality feed and uh, taking the proper inventory so knowing what we have, putting it up is just the start, isn't it? That's right, Bob. Uh, and, and yes, I am concerned. The good news is we have lots of forage, and that's wonderful. Uh, But we do have to consider that there was a cost in harvesting that forage. Uh, There is a cost in however we stored it with plastic or whatever. And uh, we should pay attention to have good storage conditions for either bunkers or tubes or piles. A lot of this would go in piles or tubes uh, to try to save it for the animals we want to feed and to save a quality forage. If we're not careful, we can have a lot of mold in this forage. And remember that uh, feeding moldy forage will reduce feed intake, will reduce animal performance. So we'd like mold-free feed. That means that uh, hopefully we've packed everything well. We need to cover it well. And then we need to uh, be sure that we uh, minimize exposure to air uh, on the feed-out process. Uh, Just because we have a lot of forage doesn't mean we can back off of the management considerations uh, because either we're going to be feeding moldy forage and have reduced animal performance or we're going to separate it out and uh, have a lot of spoiled forage that we paid to harvest and won't get any benefit from. So, uh, again, the key things would be hopefully we packed it properly. Uh, We do want to make sure that any silage or ensiled material is appropriately covered with a good plastic. And then um, we also need to think about... uh, the location we put these items, uh, 
what is it going to be like when we have a foot of snow? We'll be able to get to it and get it out. Uh, what happens when the snow melts or we have a heavy rain? Will some of these bales or piles be standing in water? And if we see some of that, we might at least try to feed that forage first just to leave the forage that is in better storage situations so that we minimize our feeding and our storage losses in the process. So again, the good news is we have a lot of forage. The thing to think about is to try to make sure that we don't lose a lot of it before we feed it because, again, that's wasted harvesting money. Absolutely. We got good quality. Let's keep it that way. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, once again joining us on our next Corral Alfalfa Update program. Wisconsin Farmers Union will premier the new online dairy supply management and how it can save our rural economy video at noon on October 28th. Wisconsin Farmers Union President Darren Von Ruden tells us a bit about that video. What really brought it about is the action of the Dairy Together program that we started back three years ago now and working with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau, too, on looking at how to better price the products that specifically the milk that Wisconsin dairy farmers and American dairy farmers are producing. Those people watching the video online will be invited afterwards to watch a panel discussion about supply management and then ask questions of those panelists. To receive a link to attend and participate, go to wisconsinfarmersunion.com slash events or contact the Wisconsin Farmers Union State Office in Chippewa Falls. April 15th, that is the last day the state legislature met. During a pandemic and a financial crisis, our legislature is taking paid time off. We need leaders who will show up, who will listen, and who will represent our communities. I'm Emily Berge, and I'm running for state assembly. I will work as hard as you do every day to make sure we find solutions to keep moving forward as a state. On November 3, vote Berge. I'm Emily Berge, and I approve this message. Good morning, Western Central Wisconsin. We're starting your day with music and a Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. WAXX Eau Claire. 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5.